What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm Cody. And I'm Sawyer. And we're just two guys shooting the breeze. And today, legitimately, that is literally what we're going to be doing. Shooting the breeze. We're just going to be shooting the breeze because, I don't know, usually we come in here with like a topic or something. Dude, this plant is right in the way. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I cannot even see Sawyer. There's just like this big plant right in the way. But yeah, so usually we have like a set topic we come in here and talk about, but we just kind of been reading up on the news and everything happening lately and we were we went on like, vacation yeah we've also been on vacation that's true we, we went uh on vacation we pre-recorded the last couple so we had we kind of had some time off and uh we just been monitoring the news <laughs> during that time and uh just letting I, it steep yeah i just kind of just sitting on it and i i got some things i want to say i've got some things i want to say and so uh yeah that's what we're going to be talking about a couple different topics um Sawyer's got some stuff about them aliens. <laughs> them aliens. Them aliens. And I got some and stuff. Not the illegal ones. No, the real, or <laughs> I don't even know what they are. Extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial. So, yeah, you ready? Yeah. All right, let's dive on in. All right, so you want me to start it off, or you want to start it off? I said you have two things, don't you? Yeah, I got two things. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, go back and forth. Okay. All right, so let's start with what I got today. So, what I got is this. I'm sure everybody has heard of this whole federal government shutting down, right? Um, I actually didn't even know about this until like three or four days ago. Like, I I didn't even know this has been going on since like the beginning of September. And so it kind of threw me off because I was like, wait, well, what's, what's going to, what happens when the federal government shut down? Like, right. why does it shut down? Like, I never really kind of understood it. And, and it's ne- not like a stock market crash. No, no, it's, it, it's, uh, it's a whole, it's like you're putting a halt on everything. everything. <laughs> you don't, you don't realize how much power the federal government is until they're just like, you know what? We're not going to give away any money, but they're still going to take your money. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, um, cause everybody gets taxed. But right. yeah, when I started looking into it, I was like, okay, because like the last time we had a federal government shutdown, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit, is in 2019. And I didn't even know we had a federal government shutdown in 2019. It was really, really short, right? It was, well, it was at the end of 2018 going into 2019. Okay. So like that was the year I graduated high school. Like I, w- I didn't even know anything about, you know, no I was just, cares. I was just starting. I was like, oh, whatever. They'll figure it out. Right. Um, so yeah, so this federal government, sh- so what is a federal government shutdown is what I kind of want to start with. And basically what happens when a federal government shuts down, it just means that the government can't decide or agree on a budget for the next fiscal year. So when you think about the federal government fiscal year, it's not like January 1st to December 31st. No. The fiscal year for the federal government restarts every October 1st of each year. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about a federal government shutting down, it basically means that, hey, we haven't decided on a, a number that we are able to spend for the whole fiscal year of 2024. So if they can't decide on it, well, that's when we go into the shutdown. So what happens when things start shutting down, right? Sounds pretty right. scary. And to an extent it is, and it's not. Like when I first heard about it, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to lose my job and everything <laughs> like that. Because, you know, I'm in the military, I work for the federal government. But 
it's it's not as bad as it seems, but it's not like a good thing by any means. To I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I'm not I'm not promoting it, but I'm definitely I'm not saying it's the end of the world. I guess. I'm not against it. I <laughs> I mean, it's I don't know. It, it's it's basically just pushing back the in- inevitable. They have to make right. a decision at some point. Well, just like you said earlier about them deciding upon a budget. They never, they always go over the budget. So, and I'm going to talk about that too, (laughs) because that's part of the reason why they can't decide right now. So the day, and I want to say, when y'all hear this, it's going to be the 29th of September. It is the 27th when Sorry and I are recording this right now. And the federal government has until October 1st at midnight (laughs) to decide on a budget for next year. And like I said, I'm going to talk a little bit about what it's looking like right now, which isn't that good, but <laughs> let's kind of dive into what, what it means when the federal government shuts down. So for those that don't know, there are 4 million people employed under the federal government. I mean, I'm talking all agencies, right? You're one of those people. I am one of those people. I don't know if I fall under that umbrella or not. So I, I'm going to touch on that. It depends, right? So... When we talk about the 4 million people, we're talking about, I mean, you know, military, FAA, air traffic controllers, TSA, national parks, uh, which, you know, that's just going to mean they're not going to be there. The national parks will still be open. They're just nobody working them. Mm-hmm. Um, IRS, uh, FEMA, which is the Federal Emergency Management Agency, um, and many other federally funded organizations. Th- mm-hmm. These are just a few that I'm listing. So when the federal government shuts down, all these people, all 4 million people that are employed by the federal government are going to either be furloughed temporarily, they're not going to receive a paycheck, mm-hmm. um, most likely they won't be like fired or unemployed unless they, I don't know, it has to be like some special circumstance. So basically everybody who's getting paid under the federal government is not going to get paid until right. they decide on this budget. But there is a good side of this i guess you will eventually get back paid so if you do work for the federal government yeah you might miss a couple paychecks until they can figure out this whole budget but you will eventually get your money it's just when when and that's the that's the thing nobody knows right and so now there are some things that still will be paid for by the federal government if it were to come down to october 1st and they can't figure anything out right Mm -hmm. And those things kind of are like Medicaid, Medicare, the Affordable Care Act, and Social Security. So, what? I wonder about my loan. What loan? My house loan is technically a government loan. Like, did you do it under USAA or something? USDA, yeah. Nah, because you're paying the money. Yeah, I'm paying the money. But if they're not giving it to the bank, they've already given it all. Yeah, I mean, it, it's their money at the end of the day. Yeah. So you're just paying them back. Goodness gracious, the second time I've hit my <laughs> mic. Um, yeah, so you're just paying them back. So, like, I don't think that would have to do with anything like that. Um, but, yeah, like like I said, there are still some things that are still going to pay out, like Medicaid, Medicare, mm-hmm. Social Security. So, basically, if you're old, you're safe. I mean, because, yeah. I mean, a lot of people under the age of 60 are not getting Social Security or using right. Medicaid or Medicare. Um. I'm not sure about the Affordable Care Act. I don't, I don't even really. I'm sure I should know about that, but I don't really know what that is. So, let's talk about why this is happening, right? We kind of talked okay. about what it is, but why is it happening? So, 
As I said, the federal government shuts down whenever they can't decide on a budget for the next fiscal year. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know a ton about politics, but I can tell you this one thing. Democrats and, <laughs> Democrats and Republicans do not agree. They want heads. They, yeah, they bump a lot of heads, and uh, they don't agree on a lot of things. So A lot of things. A lot of things, yeah. Almost all things they don't agree on. Kind of the point. <laughs> right, exactly. So, for those who don't know, the House of Representatives is controlled by Republicans. Mm-hmm. And the Senate is controlled by Democrats. Mm-hmm. So, there's a first problem right there, right? So, the House of Republicans, or the House of Republicans. Representatives. The House of Representatives that's mostly. Representing us. That are representing <laughs> us. And that's mostly ran by Republicans. They want to make a lot of spending cuts, right? They're saying, hey, we've spent a lot of money. Almost sounds like conservatives. Yeah, yeah, they're very, yeah, it sounds like they're conservatives, right? And so they're saying, hey, we've spent a ton of money and we got to, we got to pull back. We got to pull back on the reins because our economy's not doing as well as it should be because we're spending tons of money and we're giving away a lot of money. And so, and Say that. that. Yeah, so on the other end of the spectrum, right, guess what the Democrats want? They kind of want everything just to stay the same, okay? So what they want as of right now is they want to push the timeline back, right? So the the budget's supposed to restart on October 1st, and they Mm -hmm. have to make a decision by October 1st. But the Democrats want to push that date back to November 17th basically kind of pushing the problem back instead of confronting it right now, kind of buying time, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say. And not only do they want to push the date back, but they also want to send more money to Ukraine for aid. And they also want to put more funding into FEMA, which is the emergency management agency. Right. Which I don't know a ton about that. I don't know how much their budget is already. Um, I mean, FEMA, I mean, it helps with hurricanes, tornadoes, and earthquakes and stuff like that. So I don't feel like it's a bad thing to put funding in. But at the same time, I don't know if they have just an outrageous budget right now and they're just trying to put more money into it for some dumb reason. Say, is it not meeting the needs? I, I feel like it. I mean, it's met the needs for I don't know how many years. So I, I don't know why they're trying to up it. So that's why I can't, I can't agree or disagree on why they're trying to give funding to them. Now, I can agree or disagree on the Ukraine. But I'm not. I will. <laughs> I mean, it's well. My thing is that we spent we sent all the money over to Ukraine, and then if that's their argument that they want to put more money to Ukraine and more money to FEMA, you would think one of those would be prioritized. Right. And it's not because what about all the families in Hawaii who didn't get reimbursement? Why is Ukraine being prioritized over our own U.S. citizens? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, man. And maybe we would have the money. So let's say they want to put money into FEMA because FEMA doesn't have enough money to pay out. Well, FEMA probably would have enough money to pay out if you weren't sending all the money to Ukraine. That's my thing. My thing is, and like I said. I don't know how it all works. I'm (laughs) I'm not a politician. I don't know the ins and outs of everything. But I can say, like, looking at our government and our economy right now, like, if we're down, why are you sending money over to other people? You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, help yourself first so you can get up and then help other people when you're up. But, mm-hmm. like, if you're down, ah, I just don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a politician. I don't know the ins and outs of all this stuff. But at the end of the day, 
it comes down to Republicans, the conservatives, mm-hmm. wanting to be conservative, mm-hmm. right? And the Democrats wanting to, I, I'm not going to say they want to make the budget larger, but they definitely don't want to downsize it to the degree that the Republicans want to. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. And some of the news articles that I read that were released today, they were saying, like, they're just button heads. Like, they have 12 bills that they're trying to pass for this budget to be complete, and they've only passed, like, one. And so they're still just like bumping heads about it. And uh, I kind of, it kind of ticks me off because I mean, obviously it doesn't tick me off, but it's like, I feel like if everybody just get along <laughs> down the road, get along. Um, but no, if everybody just kind of get along and like agree on some stuff, then, you know, people wouldn't be missing paychecks. Like why, ins- why is the debt there in the first place? What debt? The, that the U.S. has. Which one? We got a All bunch of, of it. Well, like, I guess the one I'm talking about is like, Probably a lot of the debt, or some of the at least some of the debt I know is probably because all the handouts we give. So our yeah. solve for our debt is to do more handouts. Ah, uh, like I said, to put ourselves further in debt with no, with none of it getting paid back. Right. I mean, like I said, I'm not a politician. It. It's, I'm not either, but I know how. Like that's pretty common sense, if you ask me. Yeah, like if you don't have enough money, you need to cut back. <laughs> I don't. Just like, da- we just need to Dave Ramsey America. <laughs> look, look, how many credit cards do you have? All right, no, um, yeah, no, for real. Like, I mean, I don't know if we have a Department of Debt Management, they need to be getting funded like crazy because uh, I don't know. We're just we're not in a good spot, and it's about to affect millions of people if they can't figure out something by October first. And as far as I know, uh, Republicans are what I've heard are the Republicans are standing fast and what they're, they, Mm -hmm. these spending cuts, they're not budging on them. Right. And, um, on the same, and they're also not budging on extending the, the deadline, the October 1st deadline to put the new budget in. They're not budging on extending. They're not a budging on extending that to November 17th. Like the Democrats want to do. do They're saying we need to start this now. No, they're like, we'll shut it. We want our way and we want it now. Basically. Well, it's, it's that, but they know that. They they know probably in their minds that, hey, if we push it back to November 17th, we're just delaying the problem and we're going to have to come right back to where we are in, you know, a month and a half. Which, I mean, what is it? Every day, I don't know what the statistic is, but like every day we're however many more million dollars in debt. Oh, yeah. That's just, yeah, that's just with China. But yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we have debt with other people, but yeah, the big one that climbs like millions a day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's China. The one that you can see, you know. <laughs> yeah, the one you can track on Google. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I don't know. I, I know they're also trying to like revamp the whole budgeting system. Cause the way they used to do it before Obama is they basically like budget, like they made a budget for each department. And I think after Obama came into office, they just had one big budget that everybody could pull from. Mm. And I don't think it was a, a monitored as closely or something like that. Mm. So I think they're trying to go back to before Obama and make it to where each department has their own budget. And if you Spend too much money? Sorry. Like, you had a budget for a reason. See, yeah. See, that that makes a lot of sense. Because that's, yeah. Yeah, this, this, this <laughs> that's is That's the conservative part, right? Versus the democracy part to where one person holds all the power. Right. You're all pulling from the same bucket versus everybody having their own one. Right. And it, I think it's harder to, I think it's harder to track that way. When everybody's just pulling from one big pot. It's There's like, no way. Yeah, like, how, like a couple hundred thousand slip this way or slip that way. It's like. I don't know. I feel like it'd be, if anything, it'd be much more harder to like organize and keep track of. Right. So, yeah. So like, for instance, um, 
I have something in the military called TA. It's tuition assistance, right? Right. And I get a certain amount of money every year for my education. Yeah. You're get, contributing to that debt. Well, yeah. Just, well no. I, I, well, what I'm getting at is, <laughs> what I'm getting at is, is on October 1st, when the fiscal year restarts, that money restarts and I can pull from it again. Right. So, like, I was planning on taking a class in October, you know, ready to, it's my last class, of course. It's my last class for my degree. And I'm ready to take it. I've already put my uh, tuition assistance request in there. But guess what? Also might not happen on October 1st. You ain't getting it. If the federal government shuts down, then we don't get any education benefits. We don't get anything. Like, we, we most likely, if they do push it back, you know, past October 1st, most likely everybody who works for the federal government, most of us get paid on a biweekly schedule. Mm -hmm. You will not see a paycheck on October 15th. It won't be until November 1st that you see your next paycheck. So you're going a whole month without a paycheck right there. So I hope you got some money in your savings account. (laughs) If you don't, uh, go open an account with USAA or Navy Federal, because if you do work for the federal government, they're really good about giving you money up front because they know you'll eventually get back paid and they'll get right, their money right, back. Right. They understand. So that's, I guess that's one thing for going for me. I got Navy Federal, so yeah. hopefully they, they give me some money. But if not, start pulling from that thing, <laughs> pulling from that bank. So yeah, guys, that's kind of the gist of this whole like federal government shutting down. Like At first when I read it, it was like seemed very scary, but at the same time, like when you dig into it, it's, it's all politics. Yeah, it's like, that's it's all not, it is. Yeah. Um, it's just a bunch of older men trying to figure out what kind of money they want to spend for <laughs> next year. And they can't agree. It's always, it's always like, it sounds really scary. Yeah. And it always just kind of, as far as like the normal people, including us, like it's pretty much just going to go under our radar. Yeah. Same with what you'll talk about next here in a minute. But, um, yeah, like if you weren't, if you aren't paying attention, you'd never really know. Like I said, I, I work for the federal government. I didn't know about this until like right. a week ago. Like it just flew right yeah. under the I'm radar. Curious, I'm curious if you know anything about what I'm talking about because it no. when you, quite literally involves one of y'all. Yeah, like when you said something to me the other day about it, I was like, I hadn't even heard about it. I, need to, I really needed <laughs> well, this. What's funny is whenever stuff like this is going on is when some BS like I'm about to talk about comes out. Yeah. That's always how it goes. That's some always true. BS story comes out. And yeah. you're like, what even is this? Yeah, Same I don't thing with the Hunter Biden stuff. They when that was exactly going on, they put something out. Titan implosion and everything like that came out, and it was like, oh, Hunter Biden, you right under the radar. Yeah, I mean that's, I mean I guess I don't know. I need to invest in a news channel or something like that. I mean yeah. I really need to just wake up early and watch the news for a minute and just kind of like get caught up. But it's so depressing uh, sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't want to start my day like that. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I. Uh, I'll just get my information from Instagram stories. Yeah, no, that's kidding. how I do it. <laughs> that's not a reliable source. I'm just kidding. But yeah. No, I just read a lot of articles from yeah. a bunch of different stuff. I, well, I'll like hear something on Instagram or like, and you know, some kind of social out. media. And then I'll actually go do my own research. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of the uh, the whole federal government shutting down and everything like that. And uh, if you work for the federal government, you ought to look into this. And oh, like you said earlier, you were like, you work for the state and you didn't know if this was going to affect you. Right. So I was going to say that the longer that this shutdown lasts, Mm -hmm. the more agencies that are going to be out of of money. Right. Right. So if it goes on for longer, like, and like I said, the one that happened in 2018, 2019, it only lasted 34 days. So a little over a month. Yeah. And if it goes past that, it's kind of like, hold up, y'all got to get your crap together. (laughs) Get it together. You're talking about even like food stamps and like, uh, what's WIC? Um, women, so, some kind of program, but a lot of like women, uh, I think it's like single women with children, like something for that. 
Um, I shouldn't be talking about that because I have no idea what it is, but I've seen it on labels and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it it, it kind of goes alongside with the food stamps and everything like that. But um, like all those people, like they they put away money for stuff like this, mm-hmm. but eventually that money runs out, and oh, yeah. so they will now be not able to fund other people. So, yeah, mm. y'all y'all uh, this it'll be the like I said it'll be the 29th when y'all see this. So <laughs> it think, will hey, be right on the cusp. Yeah, how's that say? So it might everything might be gravy. We're actually gonna it. do a live stream the 31st. Yeah, um, like yeah, till it goes down. <laughs> right, right at midnight. All right, guys, we're shut down. No. <laughs> oh, yep, there it is. Yeah, we're over. No, but yeah, it, I mean everything could be good. They passed everything by the 29th. I mean they're working on it day and night. Hopefully, so <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but yeah, so that's really all I got for that. But. You got right. some. I need to hear about these aliens. <laughs> Switching gears a little I bit. I just yeah. Too much more uh, lighthearted, I guess. I need to hear about all these aliens. Yeah. So um, this was this was July twenty sixth that this happened. What I'm about to talk about, like th- three yeah. months ago almost. Yes. Tag on. Yeah. And I didn't even hear about it until, like I said, a friend brought it up and was like, "What about these aliens?" I was like, "What are you even talking about? Well, what are you talking about, aliens?" <laughs> all right. So. In a court hearing, three highly respected military officers confessed to witnessing UFOs and shared further information about biologic date. That's the word they used. What date? Biologic DNA. Oh, DNA. Okay. Yes. Found in remains. Hmm. So, like, basically saw UFOs, mm-hmm. um, like crashed ones, recovered them. Found DNA at the sites. That's what they're confessing to. What? Stuff like that. One of them in particular. There okay. were three of them, like I said. So our first guy is Ryan Graves. So Graves is, um, he, oh, I gotta remember which one this is. Ryan Graves is the executive director of Americans for Safe Aerospace. Okay, so that's an organization that he created after all of this stuff. It's to protect people who come out and say stuff like this. Say, talk about their UFO sighting. So he kind of pinned I bet this you whole he thing. deals with a ton of crazy people. He is a retired Air Force major. Really? Yep. Okay. Or excuse me. No, that's the other guy. Um, a retired these are the three people. I should just list them off. Okay. You have him who's over that um organization that okay. protects people like this. Okay. Okay. That's why he's there. Is for these other two guys. Okay. Uh, he was also in the military, but hey, after it. Um, and then you have the Air Force Major, David. Grush, Grosh, G R U S C H, Grush, Grush, sounds Grush. good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and a retired Navy commander, David Fravor. Okay, they're all sworn in, uh, during a House Oversight and Accountability Subcommittee. So they're like under oath for all of this stuff. Right. This is July twenty sixth. They both, they all take their turns recounting like sightings that they've had. Um, one of the David Grush, he actually even talks about like stuff that other people have told him, showed him photos and everything about, which I'm about to read all of it. But, okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a little crazy. So they, so they all have seen aliens. They all too. have had like sightings of their own. Okay. And they all are coming out and confessing to it now. Yeah. I don't know why now. Kind of like, gosh, who knows? But I, I've seen stuff like, um. What was it? Uh, a couple of Navy pilots. It was like a pilot and a nav, and mm-hmm. they were just doing like training flights, and they saw like something out there, and they like described it as like a flying saucer, right? Mm-hmm. 
but they said like it could move in any direction like instantaneously mm-hmm. like it it basically defied the laws of like um aerodynamics and stuff i believe these are your guys okay <laughs> are these it uh one of them at least oh, so, okay okay um graves which is the guy who's over the organization for these guys and stuff right um recounting an incident with a flying object off the coast of virginia beach in 2014 a while ago right while flying an f-18 he said he came upon an aircraft that looked like a dark gray or black cube inside of a clear sphere that he estimated to be five to 15 feet in diameter which is like a that's a pretty wide five to 15 five to 15 feet it's like that narrows it down i mean that's pretty good if you're like in a cockpit and you're gauging something (laughs) i was gonna say if it's nothing but blue skies and gauging distance that's hard um, and unlike any aircraft he has ever seen, Grave claimed the UAP. So UAP is the new UFO, by the way. UAP. That's their new term. Uh, what is that on? It's uh, I have it here. What is UFO? UFO is unidentified flying aircraft. object or object. Yeah. Yeah. Object. So that's gonna be unidentified. I don't know. No, it's like unanimous something. Oh gosh. All right. Never mind. Forget with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I've heard of that story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've heard I've heard a couple different stories of like pilots saying that they see stuff like in the sky while they're flying around. I'm like, all right now, right? But the, and then here's the thing. So they, one of the things they talk about, they were like, this would all just get blown over basically if it wasn't these guys talking about because these are highly decorated, highly respected like officers, commanders. Yeah. Like they they've got the credentials, right? Right. So like otherwise and if anything, they don't like they don't gain anything from this. If anything, they've lost. Right. Like the dude wouldn't have had to make the organization if you weren't like publicly kind of shamed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For saying stuff like this. So like they're not gaining anything. Yeah. That yeah, they literally have everything to lose. Mm-hmm. Like their res- like respect. And yeah. that's like that's that's yeah. kind of what you earn, you know. I don't Yeah, I mean they spend their I mean. like that's my thing. You spend your whole life in the military like to gain all that authority, respect, you know, and stuff right. like that and you just throw it away just cuz you want to tell a story. Like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense. Um so yeah, and he says that Grave claimed that the UAP could remain stationary despite hurricane force winds. Uh, so I guess what they were flying in or something like that. Okay. Um, he told lawmakers that his squadron submitted a safety report at the time, but he received no official acknowledgement of the incident. Hmm. Said, according to the formal pilot, UAP encounters in that region were not rare or isolated. So that was just a common thing? Right. Which just I'm seeing like, U- UA- UFOs. I'm going to call them UFOs because that's... It's a, I, it's a little easier. Yeah, a, people know what that means. Yeah, I've never um, I've never heard of UAP. That when I saw that I was like, huh? <laughs> what is a UAP? Like y'all just see this on the daily? Yeah, we just been calling. Yeah, and it, it's funny that they said in that region. What region were they in? <sighs> he doesn't. I didn't find anything. Over, oh, I, uh, off the coast of Virginia Beach. Hmm. So like over the middle of the Atlantic? I guess. <laughs> oh wait, is that the Pacific? I don't know, man. What's the ocean that separates us from Europe? It's uh, Pacific, isn't it? I thought it was the We're going to sound very dumb. <laughs> yeah, we are. I th- I'm pretty sure it's the Atlantic, but hold on. I got to Google this now. Right? It's the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. Okay. I'm Atlantic. sorry. We, I'm glad we got past that. I, <laughs> I just, had to think about it, and I was like, well, it goes no. I, 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 I had it. Yeah. We're just so dumb. Okay. I figured you would know it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't fly. 
Like, I don't just fly over the Atlantic all the I time. I mean, I deal with bridges, bro. Like, oh, gosh. You're old school. You should have known that. <laughs> <laughs> Public education failing me, bro. You think we learned from, like, a globe? <laughs> Oh man, I've okay. Anyways, anyway, Graves has since founded Americans, uh, Americans for Safe Aerospace, a group that supports aviators who have reported UAPs or UFOs, whichever one you want to use. Has stated that objects are rep- reportedly being seen by military and commercial pilots are performing maneuvers that are unexplainable due to our current understanding of our technology and our capabilities as a country. Hmm. What he's saying is like. It's like he they come out and they say this stuff and they go oh yeah and it happens all the time is what they is what they start and saying. this has just all been you can watch it ground. you can watch this yeah like you can watch them sitting here saying this and this was in 2014 that this sighting was happened and they in in 2014 that's when they were like yeah this happens all the time yeah do what right so it's I feel like, like I would have heard about this at some point right which, like, that's that. If they're just like, yeah, so casual about it, like this happens all the time, I feel like that would have slipped through some cracks and people would have heard about it. But like, I've never heard anything about that until recently. Mm-hmm. About like, I mean, obviously, we've always heard about UFOs and right, stuff like but that. But you always go, oh, those are the, you think it's like farmers, like crazy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah people in the middle I of mean, a field. Yeah. I nobody's saw not decorated, you know, military yeah. officers and stuff like that. That's true. But if anybody's going to see them, it's probably going to be them. You were right. You know? and, and it's funny that they're like, oh, yeah, we see it all the time. I wish we could talk to other countries about this and see if they have the same right. thing. Like, yeah. I mean, surely it's not in just America. Y'all been seeing well, that? You, have you, you haven't seen the video of the, I think it's in India. They have an alien, supposedly. You haven't what? seen this video? No. It's like a weird looking, it's like small. You just have to find it. Yeah. It's no. pretty, like, it, it looks kind of fake. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. supposedly they like have preserved this alien. Because, you know, they say aliens built the pyramids. Not that that's in India. Not that stupid. well, yeah, but, but closer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Closer <laughs> like, to Egypt. And all this stuff. stuff. Yeah, I would like to say I don't believe in aliens. I I, I, I don't want everybody thinking like, oh yeah, sorry, he's an alien. I mean, I'm not saying I believe in them. I mean, no. I'm out. <laughs> I don't know. All right, our next guy is David Grush Grush, whatever his name is. Um, this is the guy who really kind of set it off because he goes out and says what I'm about to tell you. So David Grush, a former Air Force Intel officer, says the government is concealing a multi-decade-long reverse engineering project of found UAP remains. To so he's what? saying that this has been happening for a, for multi-decades. Dang. They've found remains yeah. of UFOs, and they are trying to reverse engineer it, and it's a project that's been going on forever, and the government is concealing it. You know why? Like you just said something about that they're trying to use that technology to make um, weapons and stuff like that, right? And it's funny. I'm not trying to jump down that rabbit hole either. But like, what happened in Hawaii? Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, of, go back to Hawaii. So you know, you've heard that they're like they're people are throwing this conspiracy theory around that Hawaii burned down from like high energy beams or something right, like that, as opposed to fire. Yeah, and so it's funny you say that because like. It's kind of crazy. We found aliens. Now we got these weapons that kind of go sh- like crazy. It's weird that it's coming out all around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's all collapsing in. But they say like they build that stuff in like Antarctica and like test it out in Antarctica because mm-hmm. it's like, who's going to Antarctica? No one. Yeah. Is exactly. that real? Yeah. <laughs> no. Antarctica is just, it's just um, a hole in the earth. I didn't even think about that. I, yeah. That you just made that connection. Because when did the Hawaiian, the Hawaii stuff happen? They've been claiming they've seen stuff since January. 
like right. lights in the sky, like look like laser beams in the sky. So like, since January, these guys come out in July, in July or June. July. I mean, you said June or July, yeah, somewhere in the I think summer. It's July. I think it's July. Yeah, it's July twenty sixth. Okay, that, that's when the court hearing happens. They come out in July and they said, "Yeah, they're reverse engineering their technology and stuff like that." So, do you think this that now they've decided to come out because they're like, "Wait, when did the Maui fires happen?" Oh, that's and to remember because they happened recently like yeah pretty recently august right yeah hmm guys if we go missing i'm just saying <laughs> we know y'all know that. why this right here y'all know why yeah august 8th is when the maui fires happened hmm. 97 people were killed making that the nation's deadliest disaster i didn't know that which is probably they're what they're saying we gotta pour more money into fema yeah, uh, it probably is. It probably is. Uh, all this stuff. Plus, we've had, I mean, we've had stuff just around here, just in Georgia. We had the tornadoes that came through. That's fair. Destroyed stuff. Yeah. We had hur- we've been having hurricanes and crazy and flooding and stuff. Yeah. I know. I mean, I've been had to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. All but, those bridges getting flooded. Yeah, so, dang. So, they're saying, so, so is that where it ends? Is no, there more? No, there's another oh, okay. guy. Oh, yeah, another keep confession. going, keep going. I need to hear. Uh, but about what David Grush said, then um, asked about Grush's claims, a Pentagon spokesperson said last month that the Defense Department has not discovered any verifiable information to subs. Uh, oh, God, how do you speak? Substantiate? It. Substantiate? Yes. That's a word. Okay. Are you being... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a word. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying <thinking> <laughs> substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. So basically deny it all. So he came back and denied it? No, no, no. The, they asked the Pentagon about this. Oh. About the, what he had said. And the P- Pentagon. The Pentagon came. said, no. Lies. Never happened. Yeah, that's all lies. Shut him up. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. all lies. If these guys end up dead. I'm saying. I'm saying. We know why. All right. So then you have David Fravor. A retired Navy commander, David Fravor, offered the panel his own eerie account of a UAP encounter that was captured on video in 2004, even older. Daggum. Which 2004, like, the older it gets, the more nervous yeah. it kind of makes me, because it's like, ah. Bro, the quality on a camera right. back then is just 2004. trash. Yeah. It's crazy. But this video, the Pentagon released the, this video that he's about to talk about, or that he talked about, to the public in 2020. They finally released it 16 years ago? They, or 16 years later? Uh, later. Dang. So he got, he got footage of it. All right, I know this footage just looks booty. Oh, I'm I just sure got it's to. awful. It's <laughs> I gotta look, see it. Yeah, it's got to look so bad. And so finally they released it? Yes, they released it in 2020. Why hold on to it? Well, and it's funny, 2020. Like, we're going to drop aliens on y'all in the midst of a pandemic. Oh, yeah. That, like, it's the time. And that was election year. Right. The yeah. timing of stuff is just crazy. That's like, you're really going to busy up our timelines with aliens? Yeah. When we've got the whole world, sh- or you know, the world is shut down. See, I never heard about aliens in 2020. Right. I didn't know about it either until Pro- I read this. Yeah, probably because of a pandemic. <laughs> it's like, COVID-19. That's a like, different, huh? different story. Fravor described being flabbergasted when he and three other service members saw a tic-tac-shaped flying object, which is just an odd detail to me, Yeah. Um, emerge over the San Diego coast in California. Mm. Uh, there were no rotors, no rotor wash, or any visible flight control surfaces like wings. He said the UAP, or he said of the UAP, 
As he and the other pilots tried to get a closer to the mysterious craft, it rapidly accelerated and disappeared right in front of our aircraft, leaving no detectable turbulence. So he just hit warp speed and he got just, on out of that. <laughs> just warped that on out of there. Just like, <laughs> just like just Star Trek or Star Wars. Okay. So what what's going on with it now? Are that like so is the government So right. In the midst of all, all this happens, all this comes out, the government says <laughs> the government launches what they describe as a one stop shop website for all UFO information to be declassified. The website is the official page for the public to interact with the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or the AARO, a relatively new Pentagon office tasked with reviewing and analyzing UFOs. So one of those government things that's about to get cut, these guys. Yeah, they're definitely, okay, UFO and other paranormal information, National Security Um, Agency. When you go to it, it says, to the, the website where it shows where you can look at all this, it says that it's under construction. The website is really yes. There, so there's two websites I'm looking at right now. One's National Archives, and talking about UFOs and UAPs, and then there's another one. Oh wow! So it's just all. It's like basically just a bunch of different like occasions where people saw or people thought they saw aliens. Right. Well, it's supposed to be the military guys too. I think. Oh no! It, yeah, it is. It because it has like a. Oh my gosh. Alien, oh, alien autopsy? What? That's what I'm saying. It's wild. I can't click on any of these things, though. It says, yeah, it says it's like under, does it say it's under construction or whatever? The website? Mm, not right now. It doesn't say anything. I, but it just it just lists a bunch of names, but you can't, like, click on any of it. Snowbird? That? Twinkle? unconventional aircrafts yeah there's a bunch of different stuff on here i'd have to come back to this and look at it but so so basically they said all right we'll cave and they just basically put up a whole website of all the ufos or uaps that have ever been sighted and stuff like that mm-hmm. hmm. they just can't like there's like all right all this is coming out we're just gonna i don't know it's weird because they said all right none of this is happening or at least the stuff about reverse engineering yeah and then they're gonna make a whole website for it Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. It's weird. Like I said, it's kind of lighthearted, but I'm like, what is this? No, it makes sense, though. Like, I don't... There's just... The, the, there's always the question, why? 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 Like, why hide it? Why now put it out? Like, it just... I don't know. I don't have enough facts to make, like, a, a decision on that or a, even a conspiracy theory because it's like, why? Like, okay, if you're afraid of the public, like, freaking out... Why come out now? Like, we have the most probably fragile baby. Yeah, everybody's scared. Yeah, everybody's scared. We have the most, like, babied uh, generation coming up right now. Like, I don't know. It just, maybe, maybe, uh, but we also have a generation that would believe anything if it's put on the news. Right here on election. Yeah, yeah. Again. <laughs> Joe Biden, he's going to get rid of these aliens for us, so. He is an alien. Oh, gosh. I've seen stuff like that. <laughs> Anyways. Those okay. Years, man. So so is that is that what you got for the aliens? That's what I got. That's, that's what, Yeah, that's a I don't it's know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It's just like I'm kind of mad that I heard it cuz I'm like just now like more curious. Like I have yeah, more questions now. I'm about now. to go dig in this. <laughs> yeah, I'm I will look into this website though. Um I don't See, know if this is the right one, but there's a couple on here that are government websites. Um and th- gosh, there's a lot of them. FBI records. Try doing it from your work computer. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm out. You don't think you have like extra clearance? Uh, 
Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. So, that's going to bring me to my second topic that I wanted to talk about. And you actually sent me a video about this. And oh, yeah. It made me curious mm-hmm. because I had never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm sure everybody here has heard of the Great Depression. But I'm not sure if everybody here has heard of the Silent Depression. And I hadn't heard of it until Sawyer sent me a it's video. It being yeah. Silent. He sent me a video and I started doing some research into it. And I think it's legit. I, I'm, I don't think. I'm, I'm 100% for it. I think it's happening right now. So I guess I need to kind of explain this a little bit, right? So when you think of the Great Depression, right, you think of the worst time our country has ever been economically, right? And it's basically the standard for a terrible economy. Like if you think of a terrible economy, you think of the 1930s when the Great Depression was going on. So while we're here, nearly 90 years later in 2020s, a lot of people would say that we have a much better economy, right? Sure. But what if I said that isn't the case? What if I said we are in, if not the same state as the Great Depression, but worse? worse. So now, obviously, I'm not going to say all this thing, all these things, and not like bring some statistics with me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off some numbers, and I'm gonna let y'all meditate on this and tell me what you think. So in the 1930s, the average net yearly income was four thousand eight hundred eighty-seven dollars. Now that doesn't seem like a lot of money, right? But in 1930s that was that was a lot of, I mean yeah, I mean I, it, well, it, it was the be. average it was the average right. uh 4887 was the the medium annual average right it's the ratios you have to look at right and yeah. so we're kind of looking at that so if you go to the bs B, uh, bsl <laughs> the bls.gov which is basically the bureau of labor statistics there is a inflation calculator on that website so if you were to take 4887 dollars and add inflation into that, mm-hmm. that means it would be equivalent to $87,363 in 2023, right? I don't make that. I'll okay. just go ahead and say that. Yeah, I don't make I, that. Neither do I. <laughs> so you're telling me in the Great Depression, the medium salary was $4,887. And 90 years later, that money equals $87,000. But our median salary in the United States as of 2022 is $55,000. I don't make that either. But <laughs> so, so you're looking at a $32,000 gap. Yeah. Where we should be at a median salary of $87,000. We're all at a median salary of $55,000, not $87,000. So we're just talking about average, you know, yearly income, income and stuff like that. But you also got to kind of look at, okay, well... If that's the case, what did stuff cost back in 1930s versus what does it cost now? So in 1930s to the 1940s, the average home cost was how much do you think? <laughs> I don't know, like um, 10, 20 grand. $2,900. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, and, and people are like, well, back in the 1930s, those were like shacks. No, these are... Four-bedroom homes with one to two baths that are sitting on roughly 10 acres of land for $2,900. Granted, this is the 1930s. So what does $2,900, what does that equal in 2023? How much did the average home be in 2023 looking at those numbers? Right. Well, the average home in 2023 should be roughly $75,000. <laughs> 
I don't know if y'all looked at uh, Zillow lately, but you ain't finding nothing. You're finding a pot to piss in for $75,000. And that's it. Because right now, in 2023, the average home is $416,000. So it should be at $75,000 if you use the inflation calculator, right? Same inflation for the... Right, and this is in the Great Depression. Keep in mind, this isn't like we're in a great... <laughs> this isn't like this the isn't Roaring Twenties. Like yeah, this isn't the Roaring Twenties. This is the Great Depression. So you're thinking like houses are supposed to be roughly 75000 They're 416000 which is eight and a half times more than the average American's median salary today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's... It. And I saw a video saying that, you know, if you look at... The median salary in America and the, the median house and the median car and everything else that you need to get to work and live in and groceries and everything like that. He was saying like you spend over like you spend 110 percent of your salary over basically all of your salary just to drive a car and to own a home because of how low the income is nowadays. Is you saying like in a year? In a year. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm well above my like, you know what i mean well i'm saying like if you like broke it down to like monthly payments, monthly payments like how much okay. you bring home monthly versus how much you know a car payment is and how mm-hmm. much a home payment is it's equal to now or over how much you you're bringing in right right so basically the cost of living is catching up or inflating more than what our pay is doing and you know what's also crazy is that mostly back then too? It was single income homes, right? Um, yeah. And then now, most of us are double income homes, and still, that's not that's, enough money. That's another thing. They're they're able to afford all this stuff on one person's one income. pay, and usually, like you said, most people are married. I mean, God, if you had dual income back then, you would dominate. Yeah, you were just a dog in society. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you, you'll be way well off, right? So let's look at another example. What about cars? Right. Well, a brand new Ford Model B back in the... Ni- I mean, she is a... Mm, mm, mm. Back in the 1930s, cost about $490, which would equate to roughly $10,000 in 2023. But a... But guess, guess what a new car cost in 2023? Average, at least 50. 48,000. Yeah, very close. So obviously it's not $10,000 for a brand new car in 2023. It's $48,000, <laughs> which is almost the median salary of one person for the year. Right. So, and we're also talking, this doesn't even include interest rates, right? We're talking about the inflation rate of how mm-hmm. everything's kind of gone up. We haven't even talked about interest rate because in the 1930s and throughout the 1940s, the Federal Reserve interest rate was below 2%. And this was to stimulate the economy because they were coming out of the Great Depression. Right. So they kept it super low. But now we're in a place where our economy is not that great. <laughs> and interest rates have gotten as high as 7%, if not higher. If not higher. So seven percent for people with good credit. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, God help you if you have terrible credit, you know. Which most people do. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and and that's that's what really that's what people are calling this a silent depression because it's not really something you compare it to. Like nobody's ever like, 
I mean, I don't know who looked into this and figured all this out, but I mean, nobody's just looking back to the 1930s and just comparing it to how it is now. But I mean, if you honestly look at it between interest rates and how much people made back then versus now, like what the median salary was. Well, well, and I'm trying to think of like caveats or like things that were not that, you know, are not being considered back then or something like that. Well, the other thing is, too, you also got to think we're talking about almost 90 years. We have had so many technological advances. If right. anything, being able to produce cars or build houses and everything like that, it should be much cheaper, right? You know, yeah. back then it was wood and nails and two guys, and they worked on it for months to get mm-hmm. it. And you can see a house be framed and put up in less than, you know, a month. Right. So it's like, plus like with cars and how they engineer them now, like everything should be cheaper because of the technological advances we made. But it right. seems that everything's more expensive. Right. Um. So I, I don't know. It, it is kind of like a silent depression because, I mean, honestly, like, I don't know. I feel like for what, I don't know. I feel like for what Cassidy and I make as a, as a home and what we have and stuff, because, like, we don't spend out of, our, like, right. you know, out of our means, I feel like we should be doing way better. But because so everything's so expensive, interest rates are so high, it's like, daggum. Well, even, like, sometimes when I add up, like, if I add up what I make and then add up what Juju makes, and then, like, what we have, I'm I'm almost just like, I don't know how we afford this. Yeah. <laughs> like, when yeah. I think about, like, when you think, I mean, obviously, it's when you stretch it out over, all you know, time and stuff like that, it gets a little different. But, like, still thinking, I'm like, I don't know how. How, how do I get this? Is this sustainable? Like, yeah. that's kind of, like. And, and that's what, um and like I said, I'm not trying to be ungrateful. Like, no, I, I no. am grateful for everything I have. And I'm, you know, even if I do have to pay for it, which I'm, I mean, obviously you got to pay for stuff to yeah. live. Um, I'm grateful for everything I have. But even but since Cassie and I have been married, like I remember I could go to the grocery store for us and it was like 150 bucks or right. below that really. And now every time I go to the grocery store, like I don't leave without spending over $200. Hmm. And I'm like, like, and you heard all that stuff, uh, Probably it's probably been a year now. People are like, "Yeah, eggs are like five dollars a carton." Like that stuff never really clicked with well, me until I. You don't even, you don't even. It ha- I guess because it happens slow, but it it's like sneaks by you. you yeah, don't, you don't realize it till it's too late. I guess. Yeah. What What do they call inflation? The um, the hidden tax or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 I think that's what it is. Inflation is the hidden tax. It really, it really did shock me how much stuff has gone up. And I wish I would have pulled up some statistics on how much stuff was like 10 years ago. Like how much was this in 2012 versus it now, you know? But yeah, man. So that's the, that's the silent depression. It's kind of a, basically the cost of living is rising more than your income is. Yeah. Um, it used to be your income was always above the cost of living. And then at some point, cost of living surpassed what your income w- was going up per right. year. And now cost of living is way, way above what we're making. Like the, 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 the extra, the raises we're getting every year or the percentage that goes up every single year, it's not equating how much cost of living is going up. I so, feel like you also got paid, like thinking about what they were getting paid in compared to what we were for simpler jobs i guess yeah how I, complex were the jobs then definitely a lot more well manual, on the manual sure. yeah on yeah. the manual labor side definitely more manual labor um i i don't know if i'd agree with that i would say probably because of technology we have it a much easier to an extent 
not as much critical thinking has to be applied to a lot of jobs unless like you're an engineer or something right. like that. Um, but even like back in the sixties, no, have it too. Trust me. Well, yeah, they like back in the sixties, they can just plug things into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like back then, like engineers had to used to like sketch out stuff. Like on, I don't know if you ever seen that. Yeah. It was like a, a big factory, and there's just a bunch of guys in white, you know, white collared shirts with a tie, and they're like sketching out, and it's like this is what engineers used to have to do to sketch yeah. out their whatever. You know, and now it's like everybody has a computer system with 3D, you know, you can play with it however you want. And so I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't say I would say it's simpler times. I don't know about simpler jobs. Yeah. But, but you know, everything was much simpler. Plus, everybody was a lot more self-sustainable back then. People had gardens and chickens and cows and. You know, you don't really have a lot of that. You just go to Wally World. We've already talked about that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we have talked about that. So, but yeah, that's kind of what I've heard. Y'all need to look into like this silent depression and kind of see what it's all about and just see, you know, how, yeah, we got it good. Quality of life has for sure gone up because of medicine and technology and everything like that. But if you think our economy is better than the Great Depression, it's, I don't know if you run the numbers, doesn't look like it, but. I'm not going to say we have it as bad as the Great Depression, because we don't. No, no. But in an economical stance, maybe? Yeah. Yeah? I just wonder, because it's like, I, I'm, my like grandmother and stuff like went through, uh, my, my grandmother talks about being a kid, like a young kid, during the Great Depression. Yeah. Um, or hearing her mom talk about it or something like that. Yeah, I was about, about to say, because my grandma Joanne Finley, my, <laughs> my great-grandma. Um, and she talks about, like, you know, people working two jobs and this and stuff like that and how they were, um, you know, poor and this and that and what they had to do for food and everything. And it's like, or if, it, if it was... A, there must have been, like, a big... You know... So, like, with the median, I do wonder this. I'm just trying to find, like, a caveat is what I'm trying to do, I guess. Okay. It must have, the gap, as far as labor, must have been, I'm not talking about a wage gap between men and women. I'm talking about a wage gap in general. Mm-hmm. The gap from, like, doing this job to doing this job must have been huge or something. Well. Because it seems like there definitely were those families who, like, literally could not make it unless they grew their own food. And did this and only bought shoes once a year and stuff like that. Like, that's what I hear about when yeah. my grandparents talk about the great depression. Yeah. Um, so that, so, but for, as we've seen the math, you would think like, Oh, if that's the average then, but you got to think about how an average is taken. It's the lowest number. The highest. highest number. So that yes. means that there was a huge gap. Yeah. People make it. I'm oh, literally away from the mic. Yeah. So I don't know if you're going to be able to hear me or not. You'll be all right. No, so I will say that I was talking to a guy at work and he was saying he was saying something along the lines mm-hmm. of of a wage gap and he was saying, you know, you think about it back in the um 50s and 60s coming up and and even in the 70s, he was like you take a CEO. Right. His pay was probably like 10 to 15 of you know, the bottom people, the right. uh, the employees, it, his pay was like 10 of those right. of their pay. Now you take somebody like Jeff Bezos, his pay is like a million people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he was he was saying there's much more richer people in the world now and much more poorer people in the world. So I guess yeah, a bigger wage gap would be a problem. Um to an extent. I don't know. 
Well, I'm just saying that's the only thing. That's the only from what I've heard that like makes sense is that okay? Because if you just take that number at face value, the median salary or whatever, you're like everybody should have been fine. If anything, we should be just dying, right? You know, because we're basically living on less than what they are living on. Right. So why was it so hard for them, or were they just being babies? No, like you. Know, but no, obviously that's yeah. not the case. So what that means to me is that. There were people on one side of that median, that median salary, and they were really below it. And yeah. then the people on the other side of it, they were really above it. And that median is just where the two met. They were two polar opposites. Yeah. And you were either on the top or you were barely making it. Well, also, I mean, the Great Depression was also like had to do with the market crashing. It, yeah. So like a lot of people lost their money. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of why it was the Great Depression is because like, I mean, the stock dropped like 80%. Right. Like something ridiculous. Like so many people lost all their money. Isn't? And then the 30s, that's right around the time like the Rothschild stuff started up, right? That's when they really kind of. I don't know. Took over, I think. I don't know for sure about that. Yeah. But. But yeah, no, I think think that obviously the stock market crashing then was the big hammer blow that like destroyed them. But even. Even after that, you kind of look like after everybody lost their money, right? That mm-hmm. was that was the hard part. Even when they came out of that, looking at the the numbers, it's like, man, like you like you plug it into that inflation calculator. It's like we should be making so much more. To I don't right. know, I don't know. I'm just 23 year old. I don't know anything. Don't know anything. So, <laughs> but yeah, guys, y'all ought to look into the silent depression and just kind of like I don't know, play with some numbers, see how much stuff was even 10 years ago versus now. What you think? Right. What that should look like, because we're talking 90 years ago, but I wonder what it'd be like 10 years ago, um, how how the pay was and what the cost of living was versus now, because I guarantee the cost of living is much higher. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I got. I just I just want to talk. That was yeah, it. I just want to shoot the breeze. You yeah, say not the most, uh, you know, uh, lighthearted. <laughs> Dude, I mean, there's plenty that's of good a- things to talk about in life that are like going great and that are going good. Right. I'm not just choosing to, to, to pick the most controversial or yeah, we're the, not the most dog in America. Yeah. We're not trying to be negative, but it's like at the same time, like, I, I don't know. I just want to talk about it. Cause I didn't like, I, I wasn't aware of a lot of this stuff right, until you kind of look into it. Yeah, it's for awareness purposes. Right. And, uh, unfortunately it's not always good news, but <laughs> if there is something that good, that that's good, that happens, I'll be sure to put it out there. Speaking of good, that puts us in God <laughs> is good time. So what do we got for the verse of the day? We've got Proverbs 9.10. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Yeah, so I like that one because I, I heard it this morning on my way to work right. when I was li- listening to my devotional, right? And um, the reason it kind of like, I don't know, caught my attention was because I, I like, I'm Every night before I go to bed, obviously Cassie and I pray. And one of the main things that I pray for, I pray How for th- intimate. I, I know it. Just <laughs> gotta pray with the old lady, right? So um I always pray for three things, and that is wisdom, understanding, and a discerning heart. And it's kind of funny because the reason like it popped out on me was like I always pray for these things, but I really don't like know what these things are. Like obviously I know right. what it means to understand. I know what it means to be wise, but like I didn't I don't, I didn't know it on like a spiritual. Wise about what and what are you understanding? <laughs> yeah, it's, it was kind of basically like I'm praying for something, but I don't know what it's going to be like when I have it, I guess. It's right. like, I'm just praying for it because I feel like that's the thing I need to do is pray for that. Right. 
Um, so when I heard this and it was kind of like defining what wisdom is and defining what understanding is, I was like, oh, people need to know about this. <laughs> so, yeah. So it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So I guess that's where you start is like when you fear the Lord, which when, when we say fear the Lord, it's not like, I don't know. How do I explain that? Like you're not, you're not scared of being smited, but it's like, it's a healthy fear. Like, um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, um. The beginning of, it says the beginning of wisdom, right? Right. I think the beginning of wisdom is when you um, drop your pride and admit that you're not the wise one or the one in control or the one who knows all. Right. And you submit and, you know, fear the Lord, fear what the Lord knows. Like he, he knows it all. He knows you're, you're, I don't think it's a fear as in like, ah, scared. I think it's like this respect. Is- yeah, like a healthy fears like a res- lordship. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is my master, and I am the servant. And I'm like, here to learn. And yeah, yeah. And I, I, I guess that's kind of where it's going with that. It's like if you don't, if you don't fear the Lord, like how can you be wise? That that's like going out and you know seeing a da- dangerous animal and just like not fearing it. Like oh, it's gonna be okay. Like best way to get wise is know the one who created wisdom. Right, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It's like you you don't go into uh, you just you don't surround yourself by scary fearful things and just oh whatever it'll be okay like the wise thing to do is to like respect that hey that is yeah that can do damage or that can do that has a very big impact on my life and i need right. to respect it negative or positive negative or positive and that's why i guess it's saying wisdom starts with the fear of the lord but then it goes on and says the knowledge of the holy one is understanding so obviously knowledge of god or reading your Bible mm-hmm. is a good step to learning and understanding because I mean I mean if you read the Bible it doesn't matter where you start where you end there's some kind of wisdom understanding enlightenment in there that just love, changes your perspective I love like I mean we talk about it all the time the gospels like when you're sitting there and you're reading Duh. about Jesus and he's just like you're like this dude's just he's just um, the best he's what, like what are they called uh Cassie and I were reading them the other night uh, beatitudes or it's not beatitudes no the beatitudes beatitudes I always <laughs> the when beatitudes. I read them when I read them my mind always goes beatitudes and, and I know the beatitudes, not, I know yeah. it's not called that but uh yeah and it's like you know uh merciful uh, blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy uh mm-hmm. blessed are those who are peacemakers for they will inherit the kingdom of heaven and just so on and so on and uh, like all those are so good because it's like, look, do this, and it's so plain. Like, but we choose to make it hard sometimes. So it's right. like, you know, do this, and this is what you get. <laughs> hey, don't do this, and this is what you get. <laughs> and it's like, nah, that's can't be that too simple. E- can't be that easy. Can't be that simple. But yeah, I just kind of like it. Just kind of flew off the page for me because I was like, man, I'm always praying for this, but I don't really truly understand it. And it says have understanding is to know the holy one and so yeah i just kind of thought people need to know like if you're wanting to be wise which you should be everybody should be uh kind of pursuing some sort of wisdom and understanding i mean that's where you start i've always heard um uh i believe it's knowledge is knowing something and wisdom is knowing what to do with it oh yeah there's a quote Uh, oh what's it called (laughs) um um oh it says a a smart person knows exactly what to say but a wise person knows whether or not to say it or something like that and it's like oh okay (laughs) i like that i like that um and oh yeah the third thing i pray for is a a discerning heart because i touched on the first two and i didn't even touch i love the word discernment so much it's such a good word i don't know what it just flies like i i may not pray for all those the, the three things but definitely discernment 
Yeah. Well, the reason I asked for a discerning heart is because King Solomon, Mm -hmm. instead of asking for jewels and gold and power, he asked and prayed, Lord, bless me with a discerning heart. And, and all the, those came with it. And all those came with it. And he was the wisest man to ever Catch live. Catch a man a fish. So I was like, he'll if eat Kings, for a day. Exactly. Teach a man to fish. Yeah. And so I was like, if King Solomon's praying this, hey, put it on my prayer list. I got to be sending those up. So, uh, but yeah, guys, that's uh, that's all we got. Um, if if you go read any of Proverbs, start with Proverbs one. There's, it's literally talking about wisdom. There's a proverb for each day of the year. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. There, literally, or not each day of the year, each day of the month. Yeah, I mean, you said it each day of the year. That'd yeah, be three hundred. That would be the same thing, each day of the month and each day of the year. Oh, I was thinking of three hundred fifty-six proverbs, but I know you were talking about thirty-one chapters. Mm-hmm. So each day of the month. My bad. Yeah, I don't. I know <laughs> what you meant, but anyways, My but bad. yeah. So if you need to on October first, when the government might shut down, you just pop that baby open, Proverbs one. It's, oh, maybe you are right. Yeah. Yeah. Thir- you, Thirty. There's a chapter for each chapter. Yeah, yeah for yeah. each uh, day of the month. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So, (laughs) but yeah, y'all, uh, y'all pop into Proverbs, maybe learn about a little wisdom. But yeah, that's all I got today. Uh, y'all, like I said, y'all are gonna hear this the 29th. Um, things could have changed, and hopefully they do, cause I like getting paid. So yeah, we all like getting paid. But yeah, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm Cody, (laughs) and I'm sorry, and we'll see you next week with another episode.